From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB, this is WIA National News for week commencing March 29, 2015 and Anzac 100 events getting ready. With four weeks to go. Anzac Day weekend has many events throughout Australia, New Zealand, Turkey and elsewhere ready to commemorate the 1915 landing of Australian and New Zealand soldiers on the Gallipoli Peninsula. The Wireless Institute of Australia, the journal Amateur Radio magazine, has dedicated its April edition cover to Anzac 100 and has program activity in sign. There will be a commemorative VK100 Anzac broadcast from Canberra. The states and the Northern Territory will activate these ANZAC call signs. VI2 ANZAC, Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club, starting at the Glenbrook RSL Bowling Club, including military radio equipment as an exhibit, in Echolink contact with Turkey and other activities. VI3 ANZAC, Flying Boat Museum in Lake Bogger in Victoria, involving Amateur Radio Victoria and the Sunraysia Radio Group with two active stations. The I-4 Anzac, a portable station at the Billawila RSL Anzac Park in Queensland. The I-5 Anzac, two clubs involved, the Amateur Radio Experimenters Group and the Elizabeth Amateur Radio Club. The I-6 Anzac, the Scout Member Amateur Radio Team near the State War Memorial, includes a broadcast by the Governor-General of Western Australia. The I-7 Anzac, from West Moona Hobart, includes Anzac veteran audio files as well as contacts around the world. VI-8 Anzac will be on air from a private QDH on the Saturday. The main event on Sunday 26th of April is from the Darwin North RSL. It will show amateur radio to the local community, with media representatives invited. All radio amateurs are invited to join the operation roster for Sunday or during the week, and more details on VI-8 Anzac are in the text edition of this broadcast. For full details of all ANZAC weekend events and the ANZAC Centenary Award, please see the WIA website, wia.org.au. In the last week, new applications have been processed, taking to about 30 commemorative events that will use the WIA-allocated ANZAC suffix call signs under its ANZAC 100 program. The WIA needs all outstanding applications to be received and approved by March 31. So, whether you're a club or individual with an appropriate event, please be quick. The application form is on the WIA website. EQSL get the ANZAC 100 cards. Electronic QSL cards for those ANZAC call signs in the WIA ANZAC 100 program are ready. The first log is from the successful Darwin Amateur Radio Club VI-8 Anzac commemoration of the Albert Chambers Barella VC journey reenactment. Each QSO with an Anzac suffix call sign in 2015 will be acknowledged by EQSL with logs also to appear on Logbook of the World. There are eight EQSL cards, each with a different call sign. No inward QSL cards are encouraged. All Anzac suffix stations will mention these requirements on air. For more information and online registration to receive electronic cards, visit the EQSL website.
And were you lucky enough to be drawn in the ballot to visit Gallipoli? The Turkish Amateur Radio Society wants names and call signs of VKZL hams who will be on the Gallipoli Peninsula for Anzac Day. Track would like to meet with these radio amateurs and show them a little hospitality and international friendship. So if you're going to be there for the occasion, then immediately contact WIA Director and Anzac 100 Coordinator Fred Swainston, VK3DAC, by email. VK3DAC at wia.org.au VK1WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. Hams across Australia. VK3 homebrewers meet during Easter. The next meeting of the Homebrew Construction Group will be on Saturday, April the 4th at 2pm. The venue for the Easter gathering, the Amateur Radio Victoria Rooms, 40G Victory Boulevard, Ashburton, and everybody is welcome. David Curitan, VK3DCU, will deliver a presentation entitled GNU Radio. The talk will illustrate his experiences with this powerful and open-source software suite that can be used to custom-build software-defined radio applications. Moorabbin District Radio Club Hamfest? It's on Saturday, the 9th of May, with the doors opening 10am. The year's event will be at Southern Community Centre, Rupert Drive, Mulgrave. The Moorabbin Radio Club's annual Hamfest is proud to be Victoria's biggest, with displays and sales of new and pre-loved equipment. A must-come, must-see event for anybody interested in radio communications and electronics. Major door prizes, free tea and coffee, light refreshments... And, of course, the sausage sizzle will also be on offer. Trader table bookings and general inquiries can be made by emailing the address in this week's text edition. To VK4 and from Q News, Cardwell Gathering, October Long Weekend. The Cardwell Gathering will be taking place Friday afternoon, October 2, till Monday morning, October 5, at the Cardwell Beachcomber Motel and Tourist Park. This is a call to all hams and support crews and anybody interested in taking up the hobby of amateur radio to spend a long weekend in paradise meeting up with friends. More details from the Townsville Amateur Radio Club. This is WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. As listeners will no doubt have heard already, the 2015 WIA Annual Conference is this year in Canberra over the 8th, 9th and 10th of May. Canberra, the nation's capital. As listeners may also know, apart from family, my top four interests in life are art, science, technology and tomfoolery. And Canberra has it all. There's the National Gallery, the deep space facilities nearby, the Canberra War Museum and, of course, Old Parliament House for a start. So there's plenty to see and do outside the WIA GM and annual conference. The WIA board has quite a few things of interest for you at the Saturday conference too. Don't delay. Place your booking via the WIA website or by calling the national office. See you there. This has been a shameless plug for the 2015 WIA annual conference by Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. What use is an F call? Having a call sign is a personal identity. For some, much thought has gone into the combination of letters. For others, like myself, it was assigned randomly. The letters that make up your call sign conform to specific requirements. The first part of the call, the prefix, is the country and state identifier. 
In my case, VKA6 means Western Australia. The rest of the call, the suffix, follows rules as well. The foundation licence has four letters and starts with the letter F, followed by three letters, making up what is often referred to as the F call. If you have a standard licence, the suffix is three letters, of which the first letter is a H, L, M, N, P or V. The letter R is reserved for beacons and repeaters. The advanced licence has either two or three letters and uses the remaining letters. So with that information you can figure out what licence class a station can operate under when you hear a call sign on air. If you're a holder of an advanced licence, you can choose to start your suffix with the letter F, and in doing so, you'll become a member of the F-Call Club, a select group of fine, fiery individuals fascinated with amateur radio, the fun of the hobby, the furthering of their education, and proud to be an amateur. Hi, hi. So, if your prefix starts with the letter F, welcome to the club. I'm used what my call sign might be when I upgrade. I think I'll move to New South Wales and have a chat with Fred, his VK2 FSP. That sounds like a nice call sign to have. VK2 F call special person. I'm sure he'll share. On the other hand, that would require that I move to VK2. Perhaps there are other alternatives. Your call. Wear it with pride. F or otherwise. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. With international news, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Two million packets from FunCube. The FunCube team are pleased to announce that the data warehouse has received two million packets of telemetry data from ground stations around the world. FunCube 1 AO73 was launched on the 21st of November 2013 and since then radio amateurs and schools have been receiving the telemetry packets transmitted by the satellite and passing them to the AMSAT UK data warehouse for analysis and storage. Building on early support from Australia, Asia and Latin America, the push for near-universal adoption of the Asia-Pacific Telecommunity, APT 700MHz band, is gaining momentum around the globe. 42 countries are now allocating, committed to or recommending the use of the band for advanced wireless broadband services. This year has also seen the number of APT 700MHz capable devices increase from 55 to 76 in a matter of months. In addition, it appears likely that Europe will at least partially harmonise with the APT 700MHz plan, further increasing the benefits that come from international harmonisation. Falcons stop phone mast upgrade. In the UK, the registered newspaper reports nesting falcons have interrupted £200 million of Vodafone 4G mast upgrades. Five pairs of nesting falcons have disrupted Vodafone customers' mobile phone signals in London and the South East because the birds have set up shop on the carrier's masts. Southampton Eclipse Bloon The Southampton University Spaceflight Society have posted a well-illustrated report on their solar eclipse balloon flight on March 20. The balloon carried two payloads, Olaf and Majora. Olaf transmitted images throughout the flight on 70 CMS using the slow-scan digital video mode, 
but there was a fault on the Mayora payload which stopped transmitting data on 434.211 MHz after about 80 minutes. The payloads are thought to have come down in the sea just north of Cherbourg, Normandy, and the team hope they will wash up on a beach or a boat spots it and sends it back. This will allow them to determine what went wrong with Mayura and get the unprocessed images off the microSD cards. Ofcom license emails. UK regulator Ofcom have now started the process of sending the new UK amateur radio license by email. Where there is no email address, Ofcom will write to the postal address held on file. The emails are being sent to the address that people have been registered at on Ofcom, so let's hope UK licensees have not changed their email addresses. That's actually a good segue into our reminder all WIA members in VK can get a free WIA email address. So if you do change your ISP, etc., all you need to do is have the WIA change the parameters on their database, no more trying to recall all you have provided an email to. Adding VHF and UHF voice and data communication capability to smartphones. You've all heard of Bluetooth and some of you may be familiar with Go Antenna. Now add a new communications device called Beartooth that adds VHF and UHF voice and data communications capability to smartphones. According to its experimental license grant, WH2XLW, the Beartooth can operate anywhere in the 137 to 174 MHz and 400 to 470 MHz bands with an effective radiated power of 2 watts. According to ComSearch's FCC emission designation decoder, the license appears to cover amplitude modulation and phase modulation, transmitting voice, data, and telegraphy for automatic reception. The Beartooth unit is described as a software-defined radio receiver and transmitter that interfaces with supported devices and includes a battery to double smartphone battery life. Uses include personal communications, industrial communication services, and public safety. Since the device is an SDR with a wide frequency range, it not only supports the same type of personal communications provided by the recently introduced GoTenna, but also adds the ability to communicate with any analog radio operating on family radio service, general mobile radio service, or multi-use radio service spectrum. The device is said to be usable on the amateur 2-meter and 70-centimeter bands. For the Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm George Thomas, W5JDX in Jackson, Mississippi. NASA has released a set of sound files suitable for use as ringtones or computer notifications. One of them is the Morse code high messages picked up from the Juno instrument during the Earth flyby in 2013. Other tones include NASA sounds from historic space flights and current missions, including the roar of a space shuttle launch or Neil Armstrong's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind every time you get a phone call. The tones are available in both MP3 as well as M4R format for iPhone users. The MP3s are at tinyurl.com forward slash space dash ringtones. The M4R files must be downloaded and imported via iTunes. This is VK1WIA from Canberra. Extracts of this program are now broadcast across Europe using the 10 kilowatt output 49 meter AM broadcast transmitter owned and run by radio amateurs. Channel 292 on 6070 kilohertz. Please check the broadcast schedule at channel292.de for times of the English amateur radio news program. Reception reports are very welcome. 73. This is Ed, DD5LP, from near Munich in Germany. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. 
This is Dennis, VK4AE, WIA coordinator for the John Moyle Memorial Field Day 2015. So far, the number of logs that have been submitted this year is the same as for the same period last year, a pleasing change over previous years. However, you must remember that even though you've taken part in the contest and actually given out a few numbers to help along a couple of stations, you really are obliged to actually submit your log. It is only in this way that those contacts that you've had can be verified. The verification is for the other station as well. The rule changed last year that required every station who works the same station more than five times has been a two-edged sword. While the number of logs submitted has increased, some stations chose not to work a portable station that they had already worked five times for they would have to then submit a log. Submitting a log is actually quite a straightforward task to enter the details from your station log using a program like VKCL and then submit your log electronically to me or via snail mail if you so choose. The contest appears to have gone quite well despite the sometimes fierce storms that plague parts of southeastern Queensland. The overall activity seems to be comparable or slightly higher than last year and most of the southern states in particular enjoyed fine weather. So do not forget to submit your log before the closing date of the 19th of April either electronically or by snail mail. Operational news on Felix VK 4 fuq 2015. Tablelands Radio Groups AMNCW and Anzac Day 25 April. Harry Angel Sprint 80 metres May 2. Trans Tasman Contest 18 July from 0800 hours UTC. 1010 International Summer Contest August 1 and 2. Remembrance Day Contest August 15 and 16. Oceania DX Contest Voice first full weekend in October. Oceania DX Contest CW, second full weekend in October. Special event stations DX, Beacon, Repeater and NetAdvice. ZS90SARL has so far made about 6,220 contacts, with 2,191 confirmations according to LOTW. All the logs have not yet been received. If you have not worked ZS90SARL yet, you have until the 19th of April 2015 to do so. VI4 ANZAC happening in the Townsville region. The special event commemorative call sign VI4 ANZAC will be active from the Garrison City of Townsville from Saturday, May the 2nd to Sunday, May the 9th, in memory of all those who served our nations in a time of great need. During the weekends of the activation in Townsville, radio operations of VI4 ANZAC will take place from the club rooms of the Townsville Amateur Radio Club Incorporated, which in World War II were the Pacific Theatre Communications Headquarters for the Royal Australian Air Force. Northern Tasmanian Amateur Radio Club have been awarded the use of the special VK100ANZAC call sign over the period 31st of May to 2nd of June, inclusive. It will be used at the club station over those days in an event to be called simply Our Local Anzacs. The commencement date of the 31st of May was selected because it marks the centenary of the date on which one local Anzac, then Private Harry Murray, who completed a three-week period of continuous action on Gallipoli, for which he was awarded his first bravery decoration, the Distinguished Conduct Medal. Coincidentally, the 2nd of June marks the 98th anniversary of the day he received the Victoria Cross, 
and Distinguished Service Order and Bar from the King in an investiture in Hyde Park, London. He would go on to be awarded the Cross of St Michael and St George and the French Croix de Jeu. Harry was both the most decorated Australian and Empire soldier of the war and indeed today remains the most decorated soldier in Australian military history. From Ingham, this is Felix, VK4FUQ, and in the section of WIA National News, there's two awards in VK5PAS. This weekend sees the second anniversary activation weekend for the VK5 National and Conservation Parks Award. The VK5 Parks Award encourages portable operation from South Australia's 21 national parks and 269 conservation parks, and has been running since April 2013. In that two-year period, a total of 169 certificates have been issued to amateurs in Australia and overseas. At this stage, a total of 54 unique conservation parks and national parks will be on air throughout South Australia. This includes parks in the Adelaide Hills, Kangaroo Island, the South East, the Fleurieu Peninsula, the York Peninsula, the Eyre Peninsula, the Mid-North, the Murray Mallee, the Barossa, the Far North and the Adelaide Metropolitan Area. Most activity will be on the 40 metre band on sideband, but there will also be some CW operators out and about during the weekend. Many of the activators will also try some of the DX bands, such as 20 metres, as park activity is very popular, particularly in Europe. Happy activating and best 73 from Paul, BK5, Papa Alpha, Sierra. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. MediaWatch and Mervyn VK5MX has advised the 19 callbacks last week on the VK5 160 metre broadcast. But one caller was calling back while his kite, his mobile kite, carried his antenna high aloft. And three watts, yes, just three watts, and almost everybody heard him at 5 by 9 plus 10 to 20 dB. And another ham called back for the first time ever, and he's been licensed for many a year. MTM Global's latest brand commercial tells the story of a little boy who discovers, via MTM's world-class internet, that it's a very simple effort to build a homemade radio that will allow him to actually speak to an astronaut in space. He tries and fails, tries again using the new world of MTM to embark on a journey of discovery that takes a rather unexpected turn. Because that is the thing about discovery, there's always more to discover. Well worth a look on YouTube. The Q News Workbench, the Nuts and Volts report, where we advise measure twice, cut once. Reist April presentation and workshop. Wednesday, April 1, Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey will be taking the audience through the theory, construction and use of a linked dipole for up to eight frequencies of your choice. He'll also outline the use of these dipoles for SOTA, portable and home operation. These dipoles are ideal for first antenna builders and foundation licensees as they require no antenna tuning units. They pack into a small self-contained bag and most importantly... They're dirt cheap. When is it? It happens Wednesday, April 1. 
across Australia from VK1 WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Adelaide, it is relayed on 6 metres on 53.1 MHz AM at 0900 hours Central Standard Time. I'm Ben, VK5, Bravo Bravo. I'm Brian, VK3GR with Worldwide Special Interest Group News. ATV. SSTV and packet radio via SUWS WebSTR. Martin G8JNJ reports excellent slow-scan television and packet radio signal reception from the International Space Station using the online Southampton University Wireless Society, or SUWS, WebSDR receiving station. You can use the free online Southampton University Wireless Society web software-defined radio from your PC or laptop to receive the ISS and the many amateur radio satellites transmitting in the 144 to 146 MHz or 435 to 438 MHz bands. It also provides reception of high-altitude balloons in the 434 MHz band and coverage of the microwave 10368 to 10370 MHz spectrum as well. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. First Greek CubeSat transmitting. The One U CubeSat transmits AX25 protocol UI packets at 1200 BPS AFSK on 437.462 MHz. The 1 watt transmitter identifies as KK6DFZ. LambdaSat was constructed entirely by young volunteers from Greece who travelled to Silicon Valley to participate in this project. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA. Dino Island no longer valid for IOTA credit. The United Kingdom-based Islands on the Air Committee has deleted Dino Island from its list of eligible entities. The actual decision came about this past January 1st after it was found that Dino no longer meets the requirements laid down for IOTA qualification. Over the years, the distance separating the island from the mainland has reduced as the beach area gradually encroached into the channel and is now significantly less than the required 200 metres. When it made its announcement, the Islands on the Air Committee says that credit will continue to be given for contacts with Dino made before January 1st of 2015, but not for any made after that date. OC-136. After his December Lord Howe Island stint, look for Steve G0UIH to be staying for four days on Phillip Island, OC-136, between December 29th and January 1st as VK2IAY-3. Activity will be SSB only on 20 metres around 14260 kHz. A four-colour special double QSL card will be available. QSL is via G0UIH, direct or by the Bureau. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, QRP and Weak Signal Communication. G3RJV wins prestigious technical award. Radcom author and famous QRPer, George Dobbs, G3RJV, has been awarded the Dayton Hamvention Technical Excellence Award for a lifetime of work for QRP. He's helped many amateur radio operators build their own equipment as well as writing columns in both Practical Wireless and Radcom and books on the subject. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. Reist, it seems, had standing room only in the club rooms for a recent Tuesday night session when they had 16 Cub Scouts, 6 parents and leaders. Several Reist members took the group through what radio and amateur radio was all about and what happens on top of the Queen's Domain wireless station. This includes videos, questions and answers, scavenger hunt, presentation on the SOTA, DATV, Morse code, the ISS, and a fascination with the squid pole. 
That's all from me this week. I'm Brian, VK3GR. A rewinding we go, and the UK's Telegraph newspaper has reported on Hippersley Hut, named after an amateur radio enthusiast with the call sign HLX. He worked with others to persuade the Admiralty to establish a radio station in the UK at the start of the Great War. They argued that they were picking up more intelligence than the official Marconi stations. Read The Holiday Home That Won the First World War by googling telegraph.co.uk and the University of East Anglia Film Archives have a documentary featuring RJB Hippersley, HLX. Well worth a view. Again, Mr Google, search him on EAFA catalogue 5108. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. A look at the social scene, and then the final final, and then I'm out of here. OK, on the social scene, April 5 in VK2, Yurunga Radio Convention. In VK4, April 11, Redfest, the Redcliffe Radio Club event. April 12 in VK6, Harg Swap Meet, 10am Les Murdy Hall, 96 Gladys Road. World Amateur Radio Day happens on April 18 and April 25 in VK3, Anzac Day Radio Afternoon, Ballarat Showgrounds. In the final final, Australian Daylight Saving Time ends. While not observed in Queensland, the Northern Territory or West Australia, the rest of Australia does have daylight saving time. It ends on the first Sunday, being April the 5th, which is also Easter Sunday. That's when clocks set to daylight saving time are turned back an hour. Good to see those states realising the errors of their way and getting in step with us here in VK4. And who knows, it may improve propagation. That's all from me. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.